This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. It's the morning of, I don't know, day four, five? Oh, who the hell cares? They're all going to die. It's morning on the Oz-9, and the crew is waking up after a very rough night, which was probably their last. If they all made it, not sure, haven't counted yet. Le Bichon Frise, an artiste of an assassin, is at large aboard the Oz-9. He's threatened to kill not just Jesse, his original target, but the entire crew, which means I'm out of a job if anyone's looking for an expert in the expository sciences. I mean, seriously, their chances of making it to lunch are zero. I hope you didn't get too attached. Okay, roll call. Everyone still here? Jesse? Yeah? Leet? Ha! I've already been to the gym, lazy butts. Leet! You can't go anywhere on your own, you know that. Oh, I'm fine. You saw that guy? He's scrawny. Like a french fry. Get it? French fry. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? I thought you guys would never wake up. Okay, well, I guess Colin's here, and I'm here. Who am I forgetting? Present. Jesus! Sorry, Joe. I went a little walkabout, too, actually. Brought back some grub. Uh, baked potatoes and, uh, some sort of cheese sauce? Not baked potatoes, and definitely not cheese sauce. Those smell disgusting. That might be me, actually. I got a little mime on my pancuffs yesterday. I'm fine, too, in case anybody's asking. Olivia, any chance you can hear what's going on on my ship? Uh, tapping into the comms. Oh, morning music. Oh, it's so soft. That's lovely, that. Like the warbling of wee little birds. Wait till you hear Dick sing along. You'll be doing a double salter with a half-twist handspring out of the airlock, I tell ya. I think Leet's right. That wasn't English. She was a gymnast for, like, 15 minutes. I'd so happily forgotten that about her. So, uh, your crew's a bit wobbly. Probably with grief. I never should have left them. We could have handled the Bichon Frise together, as a team. My poor crew. I'm not sensing grief so much as the hangovers. Beg pardon? Apparently they drank half the champagne cellar. Uh, Taking a quick peek around the celebratory supplies for the new Earth arrival party. Yeah, they cleaned it out. Buntings, confetti, balloons, festive flatware. Yeah, fine, I get the point. Not exactly heartbroken. Bastards. If it helps, I just turn the volume of their morning music up to 11. 
Oddly, yes, that helps. How did you sleep? Can someone translate? Seriously, how do you not just seal him up in a healer? What did she say? She said thank you for saving her life yesterday by jumping out into space with no spacesuit, fighting off a bad guy, and cutting her tether, and getting her safely to the Oz-9. Oh, uh, yes, thanks, Leet. That was very brave. And incredibly stupid. Well, she tried. Yeah, that's as good as it gets, trust me. Uh, folks, we need to eat some food and make some plans. Help yourself to, uh... Actually, I changed my mind. I think they're burritos and mole. Nope, not that either. Yeah, uh, maybe we just make some plans. As the crew ignores their rumbling tummies to make no-doubt futile plans to overcome the Bichon Frise, deep in the bowels of the Oz-9, the assassin is making plans of his own. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Now, why the hell are you whispering, boy? Who's left alive to hear you? Ah, Monsieur Swathers. We have had, um, how do you say, a tiny hitch in our giddy-yap. Uh, son, no one has said that since Justin Beaver Third in 21-odd-nine. Even he didn't know what it meant. Now, what the hell is going on up there? All is so far according to the plans. I am aboard the Oz-9 just as necessary. Now, if you had done the necessaire, you'd be up to your armpits in someone's midsection as we speak. So perhaps you'd care to revise your estimates of success, Savage? I am Le Bichon Frise, not a Savage. My wife had a Bichon Frise. In fact, it's up there with her, in a pod, right now. My guess is if I thawed that damn dog out, he'd take care of the folks and he'd take care of faster than for a damn sight less kibble. You must have le patience, Monsieur Swathers. I have only to find the target and eliminate him. You are certain he is aboard the ship? Well, of course I'm certain. Now how about you get your baguette in action and get this taken care of? We oui, today, Monsieur. All your worries will be poof poof like my little space suit. Alright, what the hell are you talking about, Savage? Le Bichon Frise. Look, I don't care if you call yourself La Escargot Croissant. Get it done, Southers out. Espèce de bloc. Fine. When I return to the Earth, I think I will be giving Monsieur Sweathers a little Southern discomfort. But for now, it is time for Fez Why, hello, Captain Hottie. As you can see, I've been learning to speak your language. Would you care to count my crunches? Bonjour! Dude, don't do that. You almost gave me a heart attack. I do not mind. I am going to kill you eventually, you see. You're what? You're going to peel me a something? Hang on. Olivia, can you translate? I think we will not be calling the little computer orphan girl right now, eh? Something about tubers. Little tubers and barfing dolls? Dude, you make less sense than God. I will hook her wet. This is very strange thing to say. You talk to God? Shock the pod? Oh, yes, the pod, like the healer. I talk to God and the healer, yes. Oh, I see. Well, 
that is perhaps not so crazy to find faith in distress, huh? Nope, did not get a word of that. Merd, the one fish I am able to catch is actually a shoe full of seaweed. But I cannot throw you back or you will alert the others. What to do with you? <laughs> Something about lemur, lemurs or maybe goats. Do you run a zoo between murders or something? Ooh, I still get to name the zebras though. Dibs. So it was brains or chest, but not both, eh? I think perhaps I will find a little hidey hole to leave you until I am sure you are as useless as you seem. Why are you pulling on my arm? You don't move, do you, Monsieur de Montagne, eh? You're gonna rupture something if you don't stop that. Fine! We will do this malware. Assassin Nick Pinch! Ow! Hey! Now I think you will come with me, eh? This way, follow the ouch! Dude, if you're gonna be on the ship... You really need to learn to speak English. Ow! Ow! No, I was going to kill you slowly and enjoy myself, but mon dieu. I think you will talk the whole time and take all the fun away. <laughs> Here is an empty space that will fit your chest, massif. In you go, and be sure for now. Alright, very good. Now we fry the door to keep you in and at voila! Allons-y! Hey, come on, open up, open up. Crap, now what do I do? Oh, well, ain't this a kick in the pants? Wake up there, Tater Tat, twiddly nine. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate, I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're gonna skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any link subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. As Leap fights off the kicks and headbutts from the repair bot, because he's apparently forgotten that he knows their passwords... Le Bichon Frise makes his way to the bridge to begin his plan of assassinating the entire crew. Joke's on him, though. The remaining crew of Captain Madeline, Captain Jesse, Joe, and Colin are huddle-shuffling their way to the crew room, which has real food and is closer to the toilets. Why did you let Leet wander off on his own again? Uh, who are you talking to? I don't know! Olivia, can you find Leet and make sure he's okay? Oh, uh, I can't. Bastard assassin has messed with Oz-9's system somehow and turned off my senses. He shouldn't be able to do that without all kinds of passwords and access codes. Only Mr. Southers and Granny Shelp have all the codes and passwords. It's Leet. He's given us up. The Bichon Freeze threatened to, I don't know, bruise his symmetry or something. And he's coughed up all the codes. I always knew he'd crack. 
Leet doesn't know Olivia's passwords. He's good at guessing them. He said so. He doesn't have them. He told me. When did he tell you that? Never mind. Left here. No, right here. And could you talk a little quieter, please? Le Bichon Frise could be anywhere. Look, I'm sure it's terribly important to figure out where to lay blame, and we can lay blame as thick as you like later. But right now, I'd like to get to the bloody crew room so I'm not expecting hot decongestant death any bloody second. He seems to have tapped into the venting systems as well. Um, how good are you all at holding your breath? For how long? Uh, indefinitely. Shall we practice? Everyone take a big gulp of air. Right now, please. Right now? <gasps> right, that gas you're currently not inhaling is ionized prasodymium, atomic number 59. It's used to create glass for the mass welders used back in the Dark Ages. Well, it's extremely deadly, but can be temporarily neutralized by, oddly enough, a dampening layer of vanilla musk. So I'm going to seal us off in this part of the corridor, unload the musk, and you'll all take another deep breath so we can get to the next section. Okay. Right, one more second, and breathe. Alright, everybody good? Yes, I know the musk isn't a whole lot better for breathing than the poison, but at least it'll kill you much more slowly. Right, deep breaths everyone, I'm gonna pop open the door, we bolt. As a group, stay together. When you run out of air, stop and we'll do this again. Ready? Deep and here we go. By sealing off sections of the ship and flooding them with deer mating syrup, Olivia is able to herd the crew almost all the way to the crew room. Right, sorry everyone, can't stop. He shifted the gas to neodymium. Also good for infrared blocking glass. But the must can't work with this one, so just follow the doors and run like hell. I'll make sure the crew room is clear. where you come from, but in my world, when you escape, it's more effective if you don't bring your killer with you. Is the door sealed? Door and vent. A uh, bit of bad news, though. Well, of course there is. I'm starting to miss Dick. Useless bastard, but he never once told me I was about to die. Uh, no vents means no oxygen. Thunder stealer. So, you're safe for about mm, two and a half hours, long as no one sings or does crunch... Lead! Olivia. He's out there on his own. Big old chest like that one fill up and he's good as dead. I have to find him. How? You, you said your sensors are out. So I'll go myself. I'll look in every room, search every corridor. I will not rest. Oh, he's in storage bay 440. That was quick. I can see him. Look, he's on the telly. Look, up there. Olivia, can you turn the sound on? Hello, everyone. Look at me, waving with someone else's arm. Yeah, that's, uh, it's real funny there. How about you attach that so I can detach something of yours? So I think the air is kind of bad. It smells like puke and vanilla ice cream. Don't breathe it! Oh, it's okay. I have a natural filtration system. I'm dense and fibrous. That's... Y you... I, I got nothing. Who's up? Just... Try not to breathe too much, okay? What are you doing in the storage bay? That Russian guy put me in here. What? There's a Russian on board as well? Yeah, I'd explain that, only I'm not going to. 
You're easily 11 times his size. How'd he do that? Dude, I think he's a Vulcan. He did this neck pinch thing and really hurt. Why didn't he kill you? Uh, I think it's because I talked to God. Is it the gas or is he always like that? So me and the robot... Robots! Huh? Robots! There's uh, two of us here? You're kind of just one. Does it really matter right now, dear? Yeah, there's a principle involved here. We are two semi-detached beings with individual personalities, and I for one do not like being, a uh, reduced. I ask only because there's an applesauce on this ship. Okay, I heard that one. That bitch of an AI really did F up my CPU, didn't she? Applesauce. Killer. Applesauce. Damn it. So anyway, the robot and I have been talking, and it, or they, have agreed to stop trying to kill me long enough for all of us to get the assassin guy off the ship. And then we go back to trying to kill you, as agreed. It's uh, in the uh, contract here. Flip the assassin and it's back to business as per usual. RE, engine destroyers, comma, the neutralization of. Fine, whatever, we'll worry about that later. Do you have a plan? We do. I just have to reattach the arms, grab a few things from one of the storage bays, and get to you. So just, you know, don't die for another half hour. Meet, my darling, be careful. I'll think about you running down the dark and hollow corridors of the Oz-9, all quivery and chesty. Does anyone else find that disturbing? Oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, very much so. It's uh, totally disturbing. I'm fine with it. Lead Hex-Hex-Hex to the rescue! Ow! Hang on, he fired the circuit. Right, there you go. Do the dramatic exit again, but flex this time. Hex-Hex-Hex to the rescue! So, he breathes poison gas and talks with God, and he's our best hope of survival? Have I got that right? But he is perfectly symmetrical, don't forget. I may cry. What did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? You have one of the world's foremost assassins after you. Someone paid a pretty ducat to put that target on your back. Did you kill someone? Embezzle? Steal trade secrets? Have a clandestine affair? Ooh, sandwiches. Forgot I stashed some under the sink. I've been racking my brains over that. It must have been something Glinda found out. Maybe someone thinks she told me and they're trying to silence me. <sighs> Good luck with that. Oh, yes, very funny, Mad Pants. All right, who wants sandwiches? We got uh, PB&J and Sriracha. Had one of those a couple days ago. Highly recommend. Great if you're a little blocked up, you know what I mean. How can you eat? How can you eat that? Are you sure that's peanut butter? It looks a little organ meaty to me. No takers on the PB&J&S, huh? Fine, no worries, we got choices. Back to my question. Dear God, what is that smell? Are we being gassed again? That would be durian, seaweed, and a pickled lettuce wrap, I believe. It is none of those things. All I know is that reporter never contacted me again. My sister is dead, I've lost my ship, and that sandwich is howling like my nan's outdoor lavi on a hot summer day after the great spice up your haggis cook-off. I'm a million miles from home. My crew hates me, and my best hope of staying alive is a side of beef who can't keep track of his shirts. You're using up all the air. I hate this ship. 
As the crew waits in a room of dwindling oxygen but increasing stench for rescue or death, whichever comes first, and I've completely lost track of this sentence. The important thing is very soon I won't have anything to narrate except for a few pleas for mercy, probably some gasping, maybe a death rattle, and then silence. You can find my CV at oz-9.com along with links to our merchandise and Patreon page. You've been listening to Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Richard Cowan as Leet, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Head 2, Eric Perry as Joe, Mr. Southers, and Head 1, Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our theme music and other music is composed and performed by John Faley with additional arrangement by Elliot Faley. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. The cast would like to thank our amazing patrons for their generous support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Merci. Undanka. Carry on, space monkeys. Narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsom was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Pardon. A podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.